so good to be back. I've just been, I've missed everybody. I've missed the anointing that's at this church. I just, it's just special. It's, I'm telling you, this is special. We are involved with something that is beyond ourselves. It is, it's so deep and it's so great. It's so wonderful. And all we have to do is just become sensitive to the Holy Spirit and yield our hearts to him because he's going to bundle us up in love and he's going to make a way. He is the miracle worker. He's the miracle worker. And I've been gone for some time. I want to thank Pastor Ben for his messages that he's given. Yeah. I really, uh, he is really, would you like to hold your ears for a little bit? <laughs> He's, he is my favorite preacher. <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah, it's so deep in what he's given and what he, he is uh, able to present to us. It's just rich. It really is rich. I want to get him in the pulpit more and more. And it's good. It's great to see you. I've, I've been away. I went on a hunting trip in Wyoming. Was rem- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. There's always one. <laughs> There's always one. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was, it was really outstanding. I drove out. It was two and a half days to drive. But when I was coming over the Bighorn Mountains, coming back in down into Ten Sleep where my buddy lives, population 200, Wyoming, Wyoming. <laughs> yeah. Ten Sleep, Wyoming, and it's, it's an Indian name. It was because when they were leaving from Cody, it took Ten Sleeps to get to Ten Sleeps. That's, that's how it became. And uh, it's, a, it's an awesome community. It has a river coming right through it. It's, it's beautiful, but when I was coming through the pass, uh, the mountains were amazing, and I'm, I'm worshiping God with this, and all of a sudden, a, a great, honestly, a great terror of God came on me, because these, these were sheer cliffs like this, and I'm thinking of His majesty of what He created here, and the incredible power that he has to put things the way he wants them. And, and I'm going and I'm thinking, oh, you are incredible. And he's thinking about me. He's thinking about me. And he, he's, he's in. Then when I look at this and then I see the elk running through, and then I see the antelopes running through, and then I see the, the white-tailed deer and, and the mule deer coming through. I'm thinking, too, it's like, not only is he terrifying, but yet he is so into the details. The beauty of God was just striking to me. It, uh, he, he's just Amazing. And the terror of God, it wasn't as though he's going to kill me. You know, it wasn't even as though he was mad at me in any way. It was, he was unveiling 
a part of him that we can all enjoy. He is awesome. He's just awesome. And I was just so pleased to be up there. And of course, you guys know that uh, before I got there, they had 18 inches of snow. <laughs> Glory to God. I mean, you know what? He was thinking about me. <laughs> he was thinking about me. And I loved every second of it. We got there and it was just amazing. Pastor Mamie, will you give us... Okay. Well, we got there, and it was like in the morning we were going to the mountains. And it's, it's of course, dark. I don't know where we're going. I don't know any of that place. Uh, in Wyoming, they only have a few paved roads. And every paved road eventually turns into dirt. And then the dirt roads eventually turn into two-track roads. You know what I mean by two-track? It's, it's just, there's just tire this is, if you don't go there, then you're going to get stuck. You're going to get off there. And so we're going and uh, driving through, and then all of a sudden we get out. It's dark, but, you know, because of the snow, I could see. It was just amazing, well before sunup. And so we start going through this sage, and this sage is 18 to 2 feet tall, and you can't walk a straight line, and... If you bump up against the sage, well, it's pretty strong. It's, it's, it's there on purpose, <laughs> and it's going to hold its ground. And so you walk, and finally you get up, and you start climbing this rock, this huge rock, and, you know, he's grabbing hold of me and pulling me up, and I'm holding on to Bill and getting my legs moving up, and finally we get to the very top of this place, and dawn was breaking, and I'm just in awe of God and it was all really listen it was all for me but if you were there he did it for you and it's just amazing because I'm, I'm looking through the glass your binoculars you're looking for animals you know you and you, you're trying to adjust your eyes to see like three, four hundred yards away, and you're looking for details and everything, and you're catching a glimpse of an animal here and an animal there, and, and then all of a sudden you put it down like this, and it's like you, you got vertigo because you're, you, you just can't connect. And then you look down, and it's like, oh, I could die here. <laughs> So you move back and, you know, you're with two other guys, but you're not moving back because I'm afraid. It's like, uh, I just hold my... <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking, I could die right here. <laughs> and then the sun comes up and you, then you know you could die right there because it is just a drop off. But it was just so... How can I say it? it, it it's so intense but yet so beautiful everything just was like every breath was brand new everything was new I've never been there and so when I'm looking at things it's like wow ooh ah <laughs> I was so blessed 
And uh, everything got accomplished. I, we were up in this cabin, log cabin. It had a, a stove. It was actually one of the first stoves in, in uh, that part of the country. It was cast iron. It had to be 800 pounds. It was just amazing. And it's, it's where you put wood to cook. The whole oven, all that stuff was all wood. And you put it in there. That's the only heat we had. It's the only electricity we had. If you had to go to the bathroom, you had to go outside. <laughs> it was just amazing. And then the biggest thing I noticed there, too, is like I would tell my guide and I would tell my buddy Bill, I said, hey, hey, hey. And they're both, I said, it's nothing. It's so quiet. You hear nothing. It's like you can hear your heartbeat. It's like, wow. And I kept doing that. I think they got mad at me. I said, wait, wait, you hear that? And it's like after a while, they go, shut up. <laughs> but it was just, uh, uh, God is so diverse. And what he, he, he has created is to really to be enjoyed and to be experienced. And I was just in awe of God. Yeah, we got an animal and everything, but I'm just, the big thing was I got to experience, in a way, the fear of God like I've never experienced before. And it wasn't for us to be afraid, afraid. It was because he's so awesome and his power is limitless. And, it, and his eyes are on us. His eyes are actually on us. It's, it's, it is crazy. It's crazy love. It's crazy love that he would, he would choose us. He would, he would really, in a sense, run us down until we finally said, oh, I surrender. <laughs> and it's all for love. All for love. I'm so blessed to be able to be back here at church, to be able to worship this living God and to be among his people. It's, it's, it's an honor. It's a huge privilege. And I'm just so grateful. And then I came back and... Uh, from the mountains, we get back at the Bill's place, and uh, his son's not feeling good. And as soon as we got there, his son wasn't feeling good. And so we came in, and, you know, they, they said, oh, we're going to go to the doctor. I said, okay, great. You know, and you, just outside of Bill's house, I mean, you could get lost in just the beauty of everything. It's just remarkable. And they came back and says, oh, we have COVID. <laughs> I said, great. <laughs> I've been with them the whole time, and they got COVID. But, you know, they didn't look sick or anything. You know, Bill says, oh, I was sweating last night. And I said, well, okay, big deal. 
he had one of these mummy bags. And I said, well, no wonder you're sweating. You can't just like, just your stay puff marshmallow man with that. <laughs> but then I'm coming home and uh, I didn't think anything of it. You know, I'm coming home. I have no symptoms or anything like that. I'm coming home, driving. It's 25 and a half hours, guys. <laughs> Not all at once. I stayed in these hotels, and we walk in those hotels, and it smelled like orange, some kind of orange. I thought, oh, it smells nice. Well, I come to find out it's this fogging stuff that they spray to kill the, the COVID stuff. And it, both hotels had that. And by the time the second, I was breathing that stuff. It was, like, nasty. Well, I get home, and... Uh, I called my doctor. I said, I've been exposed to the, the COVID. <laughs> the, what? The COVID? That's what I call it, the COVID. <laughs> and, and sure enough, he says, well, go get tested. He goes, what are your symptoms? I said, I have no symptoms. I can taste. I don't, I'm not, uh, don't have a fever or anything like that. And he calls me back, says, well, you're just positive. I said, okay, and he goes, well, call me and let me know if, if anything changes. Let me know your symptoms or whatever. Well, here I'm, I'm just home, just, you know, I'm cooking up back straps, and I'm just happy as a kid could be, uh, missing my wife, who's down in Virginia Beach at the time. And, uh, well, then I had a night sweat. And I said, oh, I called him up on the phone. I said, oh, I sweat last night. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know. I mean, this. <laughs> he go <laughs> so he goes, okay, go to the hospital and uh, get this uh, IV bag of antibodies. It's antibodies. Uh, and I, all I have, I'm not, well, again, I don't feel sick at all. You know, so I go there, they give me this IV, and, you know, you have to get in this garb, and it's like these guys look like they were on Mars. They had this <laughs> breathing thing, and they're in this stuff, and I'm thinking, well, you know, I'm glad you're here, though. <laughs> so I, I took this, this, this IV bag, and, and, you know, I didn't think anything of it, and then I started feeling, like, a little bad. It was like... I thought, well, don't they give you part of the stuff so that you get these antibiotics or antibodies and all this? Well, next thing I know, I'm sleeping like a log. I'm just tired. I'll be laying on the couch. And next thing I know, it's two hours later. <laughs> so, and then I lost my appetite too. So, so praise God, I'm I'm free from the COVID. Um, I'm so happy about it, you know, and, and it's good. I, <clears throat> you know how, you know, you have to apply your faith to things? You can't just let things happen. You're to apply your faith. You're to b believe God's word and be a doer of God's word. You know, this is, this is the way we live. We, we walk by faith and not by sight. You know, and I wasn't being dumb about the situation because I knew I was, you know, exposed to that. And so I kind of like uh, quarantined myself and, 
And so I'm, I'm sleeping and waking up and sleeping and waking up, sleeping and waking up, and I'm not feeling really great. I'm not hungry. And it was so sweet. Amanda, my daughter-in-law, said, I'm going to the grocery store. What would you like? And it's like, honestly, and this is crazy, I couldn't think of anything I wanted to eat. <laughs> you, you knew I was really sick. <laughs> and some of you brought me meals, and I, I honestly, I think uh, that ho-ho cake helped me. <laughs> Thank you, Sandy. I, I, honestly, that ho-ho cake was the, the win. And, that, and they, you know, I... Just a, about a month ago, I was complaining about the slices of cake that I was getting. Oh, no, Cindy knew how to give me a slice of cake. <laughs> there were four of them. <laughs> so that really helped me. Uh, and then, I, you know, you're applying your faith and you're trying to operate in faith and wisdom. Because, you know, you're not supposed to be dumb about this stuff. And so I'm coming to a place in, my, in this situation that I'm thinking, okay, you know, I know Scripture. Uh, I'm quoting Scripture. I'm speaking to my symptoms. Uh, I'm saying who I am in God, in Christ. I'm telling these symptoms <clears throat> that they have no place on the temple of God. Amen? Amen. Your body is the temple of God. Amen. You have to meditate on that. You have to think about this. You have to understand this. It's not like I read a scripture that I can say it and say it and say it and then it's going to happen. No. You have to have a foundation. You have to have a foundation on the Word of God. And you've got to start. You've got to start right where you are. So I've got, you know, my healing scriptures that, I, that light me up. You know, one of them we're going to look at is, is 2 Corinthians chapter 5, that I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus, that I am the temple of, of, of God. I am the temple of the Holy Spirit. And every time I say that, I'm thinking that I, it's like those bug zappers that Tyler has, that he loves those things. And I mean, you know, you put it outside and the mosquitoes or whatever come in and you hear that. And so that's how I see me being... The temple of the Holy Spirit. Any germs hit me, they get zapped like that. So I'm applying my faith and I'm visually looking at that, thinking of that. I'm, I've got other scriptures that I know that, you know, the Bible in Romans chapter 8 verse 11 says that if the same spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he'll quicken your mortal body. He'll make alive your mortal body. So that just dovetails with the bug zapper to me. And so I'm just living this out. I'm going over and over on this. And I'm, you know, listen, I'm laying on the couch, guys. Uh, it's not that I'm being real active on stuff. But then there came a time where I'm thinking, well, am I applying my faith? How can, what's the next step to apply my faith? What can I do? What can I do? What should I do? <laughs> uh, good thing Mamie wasn't there because I went out and cut the grass. <laughs> and she, 
That would have never happened, I'm telling you. <laughs> well, but I'm applying my faith. You know, it's, I'm exercising my faith. Now, I didn't cut it all at once. I cut the backyard and the side yard and then took a rest. A couple of hours. Then I came back and cut the front yard. But I'm actively exercising my faith. Now, that happens for each one of us individually. You know, it might be the only thing you can do to activate your faith to actually be a doer of the Word is to just simply speak the Word. Meditate on the Word. It depends on how sick you are. You know, if you're just laying there and you're fighting the good fight of faith by muttering and meditating on the Word of God, that's being a doer of the Word. That's being a doer of the Word. And God wants you to visualize these things. He wants you to own them. He wants you to own them. So I'm feeling pretty good after that. I was really surprised that I got that. But, you know, I mean, still sleeping. I'm still sleeping. And I'm starting to eat a little bit more. <laughs> and John was saying, we're not telling Mamie what we brought you. Because I got ho-ho cake, I got chips, I got... Yeah. <laughs> Pulliam's bring me a thing of lasagna that weighed 12 pounds. <laughs> it's, it's like, okay, this is working out good. <laughs> but all that, coming back and taking care of my body, resting, not being silly about what I was going to do taking care of it, having the wisdom of God and how to apply my faith, when to apply my faith. Am I just lazing around too much? Do I need to be active doing something? You know, then I, I vacuum the house. You know, I'm going like, okay, it's, it's, it's starting to come around. It's, everything's starting to work better. And so then it was great. Little by little, that's how it works, little by little. And just that's how you apply your faith when you're dealing with situations. Just apply your faith. How many want the miracle instant? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah we sure do. I want the instant. I, I certainly do. But, you know, he's the way maker. And what we have to do is walk his path. How's he going to do it for you? Well... How's he going to do it for you means that you have to have this relationship with him enough that you can actually allow him to lead you and guide you into what needs to be done. It, this isn't something that, you know, I heard this before and now I, I'm in this situation. I'm going to do it. I'm a man of faith. No, you, you, you start off. The Bible teaches us that we, we're growing in things that we start off as an infant, it says, as, an, as a newborn, desire the sincere milk of the word. Desire the sincere milk of the word, as a newborn. And so what do we do? As a newborn, we're getting into the word of God. And what that word of God does, as you read it, as you meditate it, as you you pray it back to God because that's God speaking to you. It is God speaking to you. What you want to do is just start to ask him questions. Lord, what does this mean? How's that going to, how can I do this? What, 
this is really amazing, Lord. If, if this is who I am, I want the fullness of this. <clears throat> you know, Amen? Yeah. You know, this, you see something, you want the fullness of it. And there, there's nothing wrong with asking God to give you more. Yeah. You know, because you're <clears throat> obtaining revelation, knowledge. You're being conformed to the image of Christ. And this is what we want. This is what he wants. But it takes effort on our part. It takes time. These things take time. And, you know, hey, this, again, I've, I've said this before. It's not like Bird King. You can't have it your way. It's his way. And, and when we recognize it's his way, and it's your pathway in his way, and it goes right back to the same thing, that we have to have this, this, this relationship with Him. If we don't have that, then we're reading words. And, and all the while, this is a living word. I mean, this, this is alive. I mean, this is Jesus Christ speaking to us. He is the Word of God. I mean, we sang that song. Sharper than two any edged sword. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the division of soul and spirit. And that's what you want. You, you want him to help you divide the soul and spirit because your spirit's always going to agree with God. <clears throat> if you're born again, your spirit's going to agree with God. Our biggest battle is our mind, is our soul. It's our soul. I mean, because. We walk by faith and not by sight. And we all recognize that our, our faith is going to be tested. Amen? It's just because you live in, in this world. But what we always do is, is like we correlate that with trouble. My faith's being tested. Or a difficult situation a loss. That's where most of us go, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, my faith is being tested. I'm being tried. This is a difficult situation for me. It, it's, it seems overwhelming. But let me put it this way too, is that your faith is being tried when you start to believe who you are in Christ. And the full goodness of God. Your faith is being tried. Do you believe that? Do you believe that he made you a new creation in Christ? This, this is where we, we got to jump the track. Because I'm going to believe God for all the good things that he's got for us. And that's where my faith is being tested because my soul will say, you blew it again. I don't think you're going to get another chance. But then he says he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins if we confess it. He, he, the Bible declares that we can be presented to, before God the Father faultless, without blame, if we continue in the faith. This, this is, this, I want to believe that. Amen. I want to spend the effort believing the goodness of God. I want to spend the effort on who I really am in Christ. Who did he create me to be? Well, who he created you to be is right here. It's in here. 
I mean, turn to Ephesians. <laughs> Sorry, Pastor, maybe it doesn't look like it's going to happen. Ephesians chapter 1. Oh, God is good. Do you understand that he, he, it all comes back down to a relationship? Everything. It comes back down to knowing him. To know him. And he says to know him is eternal life. And we have the opportunity to be walking in eternal life now. Because eternal life is happening now, guys. You, it's not when you die and go to heaven. It's now. These, these blessings God has for us are for now. It's not when we die and go to heaven. Because the worst thing you could do is, is leave something that has been gifted to you unused. That's, that's really important to understand. Verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has... Is that future or past, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Now that's where I want to have my faith be tested. Am I going to believe that? Or is my soul going to talk me out of it? Jason had a great scripture today. It's found in Colossians. It's about being tricked by the philosophy of man. Being tricked by the philosophy of man. And if we run the traditional things, we lose out. We, we will lose out. All the while, God has really poured it to your account. Yours. Yours. And what we have to do is exercise our faith for it. And it just because just you read it one time doesn't mean that you got it. Um, now, let me correct myself because you do have it. It is yours. But it takes faith to bring it to manifestation. And having faith goes right back to a relationship with God. And building our foundation. I like that Luke scripture, I think it's Luke 6.46, where you dig deep and lay a foundation on a rock. Because when the storms of life come, it, it beats against the house, but that house stands. Now when you're digging a foundation, <laughs> Dave, you know this, it's hard. <laughs> you got to dig stable and fixed. And we have to do the same thing in the spirit realm. We have to do this when we're reading the Word of God. And we have to say, Lord, I don't want to build my, my foundation on anything but you. And so I'm asking you to teach me these things. This is, this is how you start that relationship. You read, Lord, what are these blessings? You, you've already given them to me? Every? 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 You mean Every? <laughs> and he says I mean every 
every. And so what I do is I want to experience this, Lord. I want to experience the blessings that you have for me. I want, I want to be filled to the fullness of who you are. You know that's a scripture? That I want to be filled to the fullness of God. Totally. And I, I want to be filled to the fullness of God before I die. I want to be able to let my light shine here and now. I want to fulfill my mission that I have right here, right now. Because all, all, all the stuff that we run after, that man runs after, it's a vapor. And God doesn't want us to waste our time on things that are not eternal. And so what we got to do is, is go back to the place where we're exercising our faith, where our faith is being tested on who we are in Christ and the blessings that God has for us. Because you could talk yourself out of any blessing. Haven't we done it? Haven't we done it? But God is so merciful and so wonderful that even though that we have failed over and over again, He's asking us to keep going. Keep believing. Keep trusting. This is so awesome. This is the scripture that got me. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Again, we walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by faith and not by sight. And this is how that relationship that we need and must have starts to develop. We believe in those things that are unseen. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. <laughs> Therefore, if any man, that means woman too, it doesn't mean just a male. Got it? Therefore, any man, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. Now, I tried to describe what I, I came, when I was coming over the past, coming into Tin Sleep, about the, the majesty of God and the fear of God that came over me. But see, see you're a new creature. You're a new creation in Christ. One, one translation said, you're a new species of being. You're, you're a child of the living God. I'm a new creation. What does it say here? Old things passed away. Behold, new things have come. And therefore, you know, you have to battle with your mind at that point. Because your mind is going to remind you of the experiences that you have had. You're, the devil will come and sit on your shoulder and tell you about all your failures. Come on now. But, but now, here's, that's, your faith is being tested. Oh no, I've been forgiven. That's been washed in the blood. No, no, that man died. 
I'm a new creation. I'm a new man in Christ Jesus. I'm a new man in Christ Jesus. See, this is where your faith is being tested. This is where you fight. And most of the time, people don't even understand that's the fight. They just say, yeah, that's right. You give up so easy. No, no, that's not us. You know, the Bible tells us we're, we're hardworking farmers. We're, the Bible tells us that we're soldiers in Christ. It says that our battle is, is not with flesh and blood. Our battle is, is with demonic spirits. And, and the Bible says that we have the armor of God. The Bible says we win. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> but you have to enforce the victory that's set before you. You have to... Use your faith because your faith is being tested. Your faith is being tested. I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. Old things pass away. Nope. That attitude is gone. It's dead. It's been nailed to the cross. Nailed to the cross. I'm a new creation. Then what what do you do? Okay, you've just released that. Okay? Now what do you do? Well, you have to fill it back up with something. You just got rid of something. You just pulled it up by the roots and threw it away. Well, now you need to replace it. Well, you replace it with the fruit of the Spirit. Oh, this is who I am now. Ah, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness. Oh, yeah, self-control. This is, that's, that's who I am. That's my... That's, who, that's how it is. You, you squeeze me, this is what comes out now because I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. Yes, new wine is right. New wine. This is so important that we don't let these things pass and ignore them because when we ignore them, we give up ground. And we don't want to give up any ground. We want to move forward. We want to continue to build that foundation that God has for us. Verse 18. Now all these things are from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ. Reconciled himself. We're we're reconciled with God. He's not holding anything against us. Do you know the Bible says that you've been made one with the Spirit? Made one with the Spirit. And your faith will be tested on that all the time. But we have to recognize the testing. Instead of always thinking that, well, this I got a flat tire, my faith's being tested. It might be, but <laughs> but what's really being tested is, are you applying that new creation that God created you to be? Are you there? You have to recognize the battle. You have to be aware of what you're thinking. 
Because these thoughts come in real sneaky, don't they? It's just a subtle little talk. Just something very quiet. And if you ignore it, it turns into something big. But then when you put it down, you're building your foundation. And it goes all back to the relationship with Jesus. All relationship. Because he's going to be able to help you in these times. He's going to make it clear to us. Well, you better cast down that imagination. That's not true. Remember that scripture. See, this is, this is how he wants you to grow in him. And he does it. He's active in your life. He gave us the ministry of reconciliation, naming that God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them. Isn't that good news? Not counting their trespasses against them. Oh, hallelujah. And he has committed to us the word of reconciliation. So we are to tell people that God's not mad at you. He, he, he loves you. He ha, he's making a way for you. You can be a new creature too. <laughs> it says, therefore we are ambassadors for Christ as though God were entreating through us. We beg you on behalf of Christ to be reconciled to God. Now look at this. He made him, Jesus, who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf that we might become the righteousness of God in him. You're, you, you, if you have surrendered your life, if you have allowed Jesus to be your Lord, your master, your God, and you're following him, you are the righteousness of God. In Christ Jesus. You guys want to come on, on up there? You're a new creation in Christ Jesus. And we walk by faith and not by sight. And what we have to do is look at the full picture here. Because I don't want you to miss something. And it's usually what we miss is that. My faith is being tested on the goodness of God and all the blessings He's given to me because your mind will tell you it's not true. But it's the Word of God. It's that relationship with Jesus that'll put you over every time. Again, I've said it this way. I said that He is the way maker but his, your path might be a little different. You might read about somebody that was instantly healed and everything was beautiful after that. And your road might be like, okay, like those rocks that I was climbing on. Whoa, you look down, it's like scary stuff. <laughs> You're looking for somebody to hold on to. But he is the rock of our salvation. And he will bring it to pass when we start to cooperate with Him. If you're here today and you haven't really surrendered to Jesus, you haven't given your life to Him, 
I mean, you don't add Jesus to your life. That's not how this works. No. You submit to him. You make him Lord. You do things his way. Because his way is the best. And the first thing you need to do is surrender your life to Jesus. Is there anyone here today that needs to do that? Don't walk out of here without this. Listen, God loves you. He's not holding your sins against you. But yet, if you don't come out of that through Jesus Christ, there's a certain end that you don't want to experience. Because it's available to every single person eternal life with God the Father through Jesus Christ. Anyone at all. Well, praise God. I just want to pray for you now. Father God, I I just... I'm asking you to cause us to be sensitive to your spirit. And lead us and teach us how to walk by faith and not by sight. Help us to believe your goodness. Help us to experience the blessings that you have for us. Every single one of them, Lord. We don't want to leave a present under the tree with our name on it unopened. Open the eyes of our understanding that we would recognize that we're new new creatures in Christ Jesus. We're new creations. We're new species altogether. We're children of the living God. Cause us this week to hear your voice, Lord. Lead us and guide us. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.